0: The free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
1: Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby joining us once again. Hello, Lyle. Welcome along to 2020.
0: Yeah, g'day Neil, great to be with you again this week.
1: Uh, Lyle, the agenda, it's shaping another big week ahead because the Prime Minister is overseas at the G20. Any thoughts on what's been coming out of the G20 summit so far?
0: Yeah, it's quite a tense G20 this time, Neil. You've got uh, China's expansion in the South China Sea dominating uh, and overshadowing the whole event, which is about finance. But of course, $5 trillion worth of world trade passes through the South China Sea, uh, where China is expanding these islands and setting up military capability. So that's that's very much uh, in the frame, uh, as is Australia's recent rejection of uh, two $10 billion Uh, Chinese investment bids for uh, Ausgrid, um, the New South Wales electricity uh, poles and wires um, uh, sale. And and so the Chinese have taken a dim view towards that. So um, there's uh, some pretty tricky issues for Malcolm Turnbull and his G20 counterparts to negotiate uh, in in that uh, summit which ends today. Do you think he's been handling himself well on the world stage, Lyle? I think it's, um, you know, It's early days for Malcolm Turnbull. He's a year or so into his prime ministership. A big chunk of that has been taken up uh, through the very long election campaign and and the aftermath. Uh, But he's uh, doing his best to smooth things over with the Chinese, saying that it's natural that uh, good friends will disagree. Uh, So I think time will tell um, how Malcolm Turnbull straddles the world stage. Of course, he's got a very experienced foreign minister in Julie Bishop, But uh, these are trying times for anyone uh, from the West trying to deal with uh, what is a very assertive China, uh, both aggressive in wanting to invest in in countries like Australia and Britain, uh, but also aggressive in their expansion in the South China Sea. Let's move on.
1: Another significant thing that happened over the weekend, of course, uh, the canonization of uh, Mother Teresa, who's now known as Saint Teresa. Uh, did you have some oh, thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I guess you were monitoring along what was happening with that that canonization process and uh, that Mother yeah. Teresa has been uh, recognized in this way?
0: Yeah, look, I think this is a wonderful um, recognition by the Roman Catholic Church of uh, this amazing woman. She was an Albanian. Uh, grew up in the, in the in the in that sort of uh, very fractious area of, of Europe and uh, the, the Balkans region, uh, but went to India as a young woman uh, to look after the poor and spent her life there uh, caring for lepers and the um, the outcasts, those at the bottom of the Indian caste system, and of course made uh, a global name for herself. Now, whether people agree with uh, the Catholic doctrine of of uh, proclaiming saints, I don't want to get in, into into that necessarily, but. Uh, I do think it's a, it's a wonderful thing for the Roman Catholic Church to acknowledge her in this way and it's certainly something which the whole world can enter into uh, the celebrations of. I know there's a number of uh, Hindu and uh, Buddhist religious leaders in Rome for this. It's good to see the recognition even from other religions of uh, her great work which was done uh, in the name of Christ.
1: And that focus that she brought to the poor and to the vulnerable, it's almost as though it's a perfect fit for Pope Francis to be able to oversee this sort of canonization and uh, sainthood uh, because they both share this real focus of care for the poor, which is really, I guess, Lyle, that's that's a reflection of Christ in, in these leaders.
0: Very much so, and all of us as Christians uh, must never uh, forget the poor. Uh, Pope Francis, of course, coming from uh, South America where there is a lot of poverty, uh, he being a Jesuit, uh, particularly with a a focus on on the poor. Not that uh, other popes haven't had that same focus, but there's a, a particular emphasis here. And uh, I'm sure Pope Francis would have been very keen to um, expedite the canonisation of of, uh, St. Teresa for those very reasons. Uh, It's important to to know too, St. Teresa... Or Mother Teresa, or St. Teresa, she'll now be known, uh, was also vocal in her advocacy for the unborn. And uh, while she cared for the poorest of the poor, she always made it clear that we should also be concerned about those whose lives are taken in the womb as a result of abortion, which has become a phenomenon in Western society over the last generation or two. So um, I think that's an important part of her legacy not to forget.
1: Uh, Lyle, I always like to uh, get the latest from you on thinking about what's happening with marriage. Of course, the plebiscite featured quite strongly in the Parliament last week. No doubt there'll be more talk this week about uh, what might be happening with the marriage plebiscite. Uh, Senate cross benches saying that they're going to block it. Have you got any thoughts on uh, where things might go this week?
0: Yeah, well, this week Parliament uh, is in recess, uh, having having uh, resumed uh, last week for the 45th Parliament uh, the, the first week after the election. And, and you saw all that posturing which you alluded to where the Labor, the Greens and the Xenophon team have said they're going to block the enabling legislation which would allow a people's vote or a plebiscite to, to occur. Uh, I think we're going to see some brinkmanship over the next, um, you know, weeks and months. Uh, the the government will put forward legislation to to hold a people's vote. Uh, You will see Bill Shorten, you'll see the Greens, you'll see some of the independents putting uh, private members' bills into the parliament on gay marriage to try and uh, see if they can force it through while the government is vulnerable. We saw the government lose votes in the House of Representatives on Thursday afternoon when Labor briefly got control as uh, MPs were flying back to their (laughs) electorates. Um, But I I don't think you'll see that sort of lapse of discipline again gained by the government, so I I don't think there'll be um, the ability to to get a bill for gay marriage passed through the parliament, uh, thereby making the only pathway the plebiscite. And so once I think all the politics play out, I do think the Senate will relent, uh, probably Labor will relent and allow the plebiscite to proceed, and I would expect that to occur sometime in the early part of next year.
1: Uh, There's a whole bunch of side issues that go along with the marriage issue and the proposal for a marriage plebiscite. And, of course, uh, oftentimes uh, we'll talk about the issues to do with the Safe Schools Coalition. But there's another issue that seems to be... Uh, Brewing along and looming in a number of states, uh, a number of states around Australia at this particular time uh, with this proposal to remove gender from birth certificates. Have you been following that along, Lyle?
0: Yes, we've been uh, monitoring this very closely and and ACL's been very engaged in the the debate. Already in the Australian Capital Territory in Canberra where I live, uh, mother and father is optional uh, on the birth certificate. In fact, the default mechanism, the default... donation on a child's birth certificate is parent one parent two if you want to have mother and father on your birth certificate if you have a baby in the ACT you have to proactively ask for that um, so that is is crazy um, in Victoria there's a bill currently before the Victorian Parliament uh, just introduced last week uh, to allow Uh, Anyone who thinks that they might be in the wrong body, um, say, for instance, if I decided I wanted to be a woman uh, tomorrow, I could go into births, deaths and marriages and have my birth certificate amended on the spot. Uh, This is what this legislation is proposing it is crazy stuff we're seeing this uh, gender agenda uh put forward we're, we're through our schools through the so-called safe schools program uh but the next phase of this is by uh, allowing people to express uh, gender fluidity uh, on their birth certificates and neil if i could just add one other um crazy thing that that happened uh, in america uh last week time magazine is carrying a story of a of uh, a woman who is uh, identifying as a man by the name of Evan who's just had a baby and there's a very confronting photo in Time magazine of, of Evan with a beard and a hairy chest uh, but breastfeeding a baby that, um, that Evan has just uh, had and Evan is in a relationship with a, a woman but Evan is biologically a woman but identifying as a man uh, and here with his hairy chested uh, bearded uh, mother uh, posing as a father, feeding a baby. And uh, the article says you're not allowed to call it breastfeeding, this is chest feeding. Um, This is where same-sex marriage in America has taken the society, and the article says that. This is where safe schools and same-sex marriage will take Australia as well, where we just completely uh, trample the rights of children.
1: Look, I I feel uh, you know unfortunate enough to have seen that photo, and and for listeners who've not seen it, uh, perhaps googling that uh, whole. Uh, transgender and uh, Time Magazine to be able to see it, but it is a very confronting photo. Uh, not that it, 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 you know, some people will say, "Well, this isn't isn't this normal?" Uh, and that's what uh, that's what everyone's trying to get to, isn't it, Lyle? That uh, trying oh. to to normalise all of these sorts of things, but uh, but actually, there's so something so confronting about that whole uh, that whole issue. It, it's uh, it, it's
0: unbelievable, Neil. I thought I'd seen everything in in um, twenty years of being involved in in these cultural issues, uh, but uh, to see that photo, as you say, it's very confronting. It's like you can't unsee this. And the distressing thing about it is the the it's a very lengthy article that follows the photo. Um, and Time magazine is is saying that this is normal. It says this is um, this is uh, the progression from same-sex marriage in in America. Uh, The headline is, My Brother's Pregnancy and the Making of a New American Family. This is a new idea of family, folks, Um, and uh, I I just think um, this is uh, a terrible thing to to do to a child. Uh, Well, is there a link to that
1: story on your website at the present time, Lyle? There
0: there isn't. There will be by tomorrow, Neil. I'm planning to uh, to, uh, write my weekly blog, which will go live tomorrow, but uh, as you say, if anyone... Uh, Google's, uh, the current... Uh, edition of Time magazine, and just Google that and transgender, uh, you will find it. I, I found it very easily this morning when I Googled. It, it's on my Twitter feed. Um, if anyone's following me on Twitter at Lyle Shelton, uh, you can scroll down and you'll see I made I put some posts there about it on the on the weekend. I know Bill Muhlenberg uh, from Culture Watch has also written about this. Uh, that's how I was alerted to it, and he's written very powerfully along with uh, Katie Faust in America. So there's plenty of commentary online. I'd encourage people to to get a Hold of this commentary and to get across this issue this this is um, very, very serious stuff um, and uh, and quite shocking.
1: And Lyle, it's almost as though uh, some of these things that are happening around the edges of the marriage debate, uh, there'll be those who'll try and separate those out from the whole uh, same-sex marriage thrust, uh, given that they're promoting uh, love between two individuals. But, but all of these things that are happening around the edges, the Safe Schools Coalition program and and indeed this sort of uh, activity that's reported now in Time magazine, uh, these things are they're really actually a part of what the whole issue is about, isn't it?
0: Uh, Absolutely, Neil, absolutely. And um, some people try and say these are fringe issues not related to same-sex marriage, but, uh, of course, they're all related. They are all under the same rainbow flag. And uh, if you're taking gender out of marriage, uh, why would gender matter anywhere else in society? Why can't uh, a hairy-chested person uh, purporting to be a man breastfeed a child? Why wouldn't you tell children at school that their gender is fluid and allow boys who identify as girls to use the girls' toilets, as the Safe Schools program tells schools to do. Uh, and it goes on and on and on. And I think we really need to wake up to this gender agenda, uh, to use that phrase, uh, because uh, this is what's coming. And uh, if, we, if we have same-sex marriage in Australia, this sort of thing will be unstoppable, as it is unstoppable uh, in America right now.
1: Lyle Shelton, always good getting your insights. Point people to the website for the Australian Christian Lobby, uh, where you can access a whole bunch of great resources to help you understand what's going on in the nation at this time, because there's not too many places you can actually get this sort of insight, and it's largely being barred by many sections within the mainstream media. Uh, Lyle Shelton, great getting your insights as always. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020